Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Discoculia and the Growth Mindset. Classroom Subitizing. The three E's. Three representations of the number in the brain. And the more you know about Discoculia, the better you can help your child. This is our podcast for week 39 of 2019. And welcome, Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, thank you for inviting me back. It's wonderful to see you back. Uh, we have wonderful links that we would like to go over with you. And the first one is about the growth mindset. I think we have talked about this uh, earlier. But how about this? Here is somebody who has a problem with that growth mindset. Yes, yes, it's true that the growth mindset tries to help people uh, to get the notion that they can do math. And there are no math people and non-math people, just as you have no, no sports people and sport people. You can be more sporty or less sporty, but there is no no sport at all person. Right. It's not something now, you're born with or not born with. Right. So now people with dyscalculia are very aware of the fact that they can do not basic arithmetic or that they struggle with procedures in math or the visual spatial aspect, depending on the on their type of dyscalculia, due to that inborn condition, that, that learning disability. Right. However, that doesn't mean at all that they will never be able to do any math. So it's a matter of interventions in the right way and indeed a growth mindset attitude that um, helps them to uh, make progress. And it's important that not only the student, him or herself, has a growth mindset, but also the people around the student that help the student to make progress. Now, and you need to think about the growth mindset in the right way. It's not that just making a mistake helps you to make progress. If, if I start making mistakes, I can make the weirdest mistakes ever. You would be surprised. Right. That doesn't, that is not the essence. The essence is you make a mistake and then you start thinking about it. You start to make it better, to mend it. And that activity can make your brain grow. Okay. So we need to do that <coughs> for the students with dyscalculia at their own level and at their own pace. And the same things um, apply and it's also um, even more important for students with dyscalculia and regular students to have a growth mindset and know that although for those students who have that learning disability their brains are wired slightly different they too can become proficient in math through the proper practice and, and help well that's good to know um, and I think that that solves the uh, the uh, misunderstanding that the, the writer of that piece had. So now for the uh, for the next link, 
It's called classroom subitizing. What is that? Yeah. Um, this is uh, this is actually class shouting out the numbers they see on the video. And it comes from a YouTube channel about number blocks from the UK. And it's, uh, it's a whole video series that they have that uses animated uh, puppets and music to count and help with number sense. Now, it's really useful for the little ones. Now, having said that, you always need to take care that the song does not take over from understanding what happens forever. Like, like you have all those rhymes like he ate and he ate and he got stuck in the door. Eight times eight is 64. <laughs> okay, it's one math fact less to, to work on. Absolutely. But that does not help with understanding what the basics of that operation is. And it also doesn't help with using it for... Um, uh, multiplications that are similar reason f reasoning from a yeah. known fact to a new fact yeah. so to say but the number block videos are a great lively introduction and they do not um, try to work on uh, road memory only but they they show live items and numbers so the children can relate the symbol and the number that's and the, the quantity. Yeah, that's a good thing. And that is very useful. They also use the numbers in little assignments that children can participate in. And uh, they make something from clay, uh, for example, and they really love that. It's multisensorial. You really have all your senses activated. And that also helps them putting the number system together. Now, for a small twist, I would probably suggest to say the number and show it with fingers. And particularly if you show it with the fingers and keep your hand, or the hands if you have more than five, to the side of your head. So the children actually do not see their numbers, but they have to use their proprioceptive um, feeling, if you don't know that word, don't worry about it, that um, you move your fingers not only by looking at it, but just feeling that you move them. And they call that system show numbers as bunny ears. Oh, okay. Um, also, I would suggest uh, to start with the thumb for number one, and then the index finger for number two, because if you do that, the thumb, index, uh, middle finger, ring finger, pinky are all on uh, a line and they uh, proceed in the same direction. What I see sometimes here in the US, unfortunately that trips up a lot of kids, they start counting with their index finger. Then number two is the middle finger, number four is the ring finger, number five is the pinky, and all of a sudden number five Number four is the pinky. Number right. five, that should come after the pinky because it's a bigger number. Now is counted with the thumb and it is before the one. Well, that is not conducive with connecting to a number that. line. I think they do that because they, they do index fingers one, middle is two, uh, ring finger is three, pinky is four, and then the five crosses over like when you do telemarks. If you do that, but they don't do that. Oh. They extend it oh. and they put it basically at the wrong side oh. of the one. Okay. So just okay. a suggestion, Interesting. Interesting. if you use fingers, right. do it the right way. Now the videos are sweet and entertaining. So great for the little ones. 
uh, there's a similar channel for alpha blocks and um, that is um, that's uh, for for the letters and for starting spelling okay. very okay. nice well let's move on to our next link uh, it's called the tree east there's a video involved let's listen in and see if we can get this to work Garage is a mix of two aspects one our brain receives information better when there is color shape size or pattern color shape size and pattern look at visual cluster cards it is the color and the pattern in cuisine rods it is color shape size and we see pattern that when we look at the staircase we can see oh it looks like that two is one more than one three is one more than two four is okay well he's he's very thorough uh, in his explanation but you really need to see the uh video with it so what is the gist here yes yes this is uh dr mahesh sharma that you hear talking here uh he's a very well-known author in the field of uh, math learning and also uh, dyscalculia um this is uh, at the website mathematics for all and it's a 20-minute video that is very clearly and thoroughly explaining the multi the, the concept of the multisensorial um, education and intervention that we do for these uh, students. He uses playing cards and the patterns that are on there, uh, also the Cuisinaire rods, and he works on subitizing. Uh, he explains where it comes from and how important it is. Uh, he works on what he calls side facts, which is kind of um, yeah, uh, similar as uh, sight words in, in learning to read. Uh -huh. And um, he also extends uh, subitizing to visual clustering. So from um, unstructured to structured subitizing where the, okay. the dots or the squares that you um, you count do, sorry that you do not count that you see um, are in a specific structure and that structure is helping you to see the quantity now um, he's also working on all the ways to make 10 and that is what he calls his side fact, side fact with the okay. same playing card and with the Cuisinaire rods. Okay. Um, then he goes on to uh, explain why uh, decomposing and recomposition of numbers is important and how you can use that. Also, like uh, side words and that mastery of those small facts uh, really helps you a lot. Uh, in later uh, calculations so the uh, the site uh, words connection the site facts um, are connected with clustering numbers and if you do that with clustering cards and then a lot of picture pictorial information um, that helps the students to have a mental picture of the number. And that is the basis of using it in bigger uh, structures. Okay. Thank you for that explanation.
We're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and we're looking at the links provided on the website DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. So our um, our next uh, link, also about three, but now it's not the three E's, but the three representations of number in the brain. What can we learn here? Yes, and this goes back to the work by Daniel Willingham from 2012. Now he worked to show, and more authors have mentioned that, that instead of a number having just one representation in the brain, there are actually three representations of every number in the oh, brain, or there should be. There okay. should be three. Okay. Now, so it is important for us, if you work with students, to present them with these three representations and make sure that it goes hand in hand so they can connect it to explain and work with the number system. Now, these three representations are, first of all, a core quantity system. So the core quantity, the actual um, quantity of objects, numbers of dots that you can see mm -hmm. and um, objects that you can touch uh, okay. and, so and see in your real life. That's a core quantity system, okay? Core quantity system. Then you have a visual spatial um, system and that actually has two parts, both the written numbers Okay. And uh, through the um, posterior visual pathway, the attentional orientation of the number line. And for those people who have read up more about the uh, research here, uh, they probably remember that that's called the SNARC, the Spatial Numerical Association of Response Codes. Okay. And that is what... Uh, what you call the number line and the spacing out okay. of the numbers and that's in the there. Orientation. Okay. Attentional orientation. And then obviously we also have the numbers in verbal form, the verbal just the counting right. counting words. Okay. Now when we work with younger students, you need to start here. You start with real items. So you draw on the core quantity system. You let them hear the sound of the word. And then you show them the actual written number and place it in context on the number line to provide a space for it. Where does that number fit in between other numbers? So, very good work. It brings it's home again the Absolutely. importance of yeah. representing numbers in, in forms. those three right. ways to get to stu the students to really understand what right. we're doing. Okay, thank you. Now, that brings us to our last link. That's kind of kicking an open door. It says, the more you know about dyscoculia, the better you can help your child. That seems a very obvious... Uh, obvious yes, uh, yes, I, I totally agree. Yeah. But um, just saying, oh, you need to know more about it. Now, where do you find the real details? Where On do you our find... On website, dyscoculia <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and uh, one of the posts that we have there is um, this uh, page from South Africa. Okay. In uh, child uh, psychology, child psych. Yeah. Um, where they really do a great job in um, explaining the ins and outs of dyscalculia in a, in a short and clear way. Also, they mention what can co-occur with dyscalculia and they include some tips 
of how to work with children who have dyscalculia. Very useful. So I'm really happy that they make uh, the parents part of the solution here also. Yeah, and they actually say absolutely. your role to parents, your role is key when it comes to supporting and encouraging your child. So you, it's not only helping them with the numbers, but it's the encouragement. It's uh, from working to the school to building uh, math skills at home, you can help your child by staying motivated to work on challenges. And that shows what we always say is that dyscalculia intervention needs to be teamwork. And that the tutor cannot do this alone in one or two sessions per week. It encourages the parents to learn about dyscalculia and to know what to do and also what to avoid. Great awareness and support here. Please take your time and uh, click on this link also. Yeah, interesting. Well, thank you very much for your, uh, as, as always, very useful explanations of our links. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com. You can follow her on Twitter, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on Flipboard, on, on uh, Instagram. Uh, she runs five free webinars, and all the information about her webinars is at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. Now, if you want to know if you have dyscalculia, you can do her free dyscalculia screener on her website, dyscalculiaservices.com, in the left navigation panel, or you can get a more comprehensive math and dyscalculia screening test at dyscalculiatesting.com. Dr. Schroeder is on a mission to increase the number of dyscalculia tutors and has developed a whole online course for that for teachers and other interested people who want to become a dyscalculia tutor. You can find all about that at dyscalculiatutor.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoculiaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com and we are on Twitter at DiscoculiaHead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at DiscoculiaHeadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.